Hey, welcome to Mimosas with Moms. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And we made it. <laughs> Episode two. We did not chicken out. We're here. We're ready to do this. We were kind of worried we were going to chicken out. Yeah, yeah. But we did it. <laughs> we're here. So let's get started. Cheers. Rewind to this past week. It's been crazy since we recorded our first episode. Yeah, we've, it has been. It's been we've like a been whirlwind. nonstop. Yeah. yeah, between trying to figure out, oh man, we started a podcast. We've been working. We've had our kids. We've been wives. On Friday, my parents flew into town from Florida. When they're here, it's a whirlwind. Like we don't stop moving. We don't see them on a regular basis. So it's seventy-two hours of nonstop go go go. Snowmageddon hit. Yeah. We had fun <laughs> so in much the snow. snow. Yeah, everybody in Cincinnati just breaks out. But we built snow when snowmen, and the babies were in the snow for the first for time. For the first time. And I feel like both of our little babies had so much fun. So my baby baby, who will be one in a couple weeks, <laughs> can't, I just can't, um, she was so funny. So she wore her snow pants for the first time, and she's walking. So she's just like running around the house before we go outside in these snow pants and they're swishy. She was cracking up. She's just running around the whole first floor. She's also the happiest baby. Laughing hysterically. It was such a hoot. Um, so then she didn't last very long outside because it was pretty cold. It she was got, cold. Yeah, she got crappy pretty fast. Um, my toddler enjoyed eating the snow more so than So did anything. my baby. Yeah. She was just taking handfuls yeah. of snow, yeah. eating it over yeah. and over again. She loved that. Um, they attempted to build a snowman at my house, and the toddler knocked it over as soon as it was done. <laughs> it's her <laughs> Which, world. like, also... Then are you not building a very sturdy snowman if a toddler can knock it over? I don't think any so. Hey, husband, maybe it should have been better. Well, my husband, (laughs) I can't build a snowman. Was having a snowball fight. So I'll just like sit here and talk. My husband was having a (laughs) snowball fight with the seven-year-old and pounding him in the face with snowballs because he kept ducking. Yeah. That's my big boy's, like, favorite part is the snowball fight. Yeah. But he likes to give it and not receive. Yeah. I kept yelling at Ron, and I would be like, you cannot hit him in the face with a snowball. (laughs) And he would be like, what do you mean? I'm not aiming for his face. He's ducking, acting like a fool, and it just hits him. This is on... This is on him. He cannot cry. We He's already went over the snowballs rules. snowballs with his face. The snowballs aren't hitting his face. Yes, 100%. <laughs> this is what happened. But then the baby, we bundled her up and we took her outside. We were outside for a long time and she did not want to come in. Yeah. We, took, we brought her in and she was having no part. So we brought her back out. Yeah. She was eating snow. We, she was crawling she in was the snow. She was probably pretty warm in she her snowsuit. She was cozy. Though. Yeah. She had yeah. a big snowsuit on. She was happy. Yeah. Everyone was happy. My parents live in Florida, like I said. They don't get snow. When it snows, yeah. my dad and my stepmom, they crack me up. They made my husband go out with a ruler and measure how much snow so they could take a picture home to Florida and show all their friends. Look, we were in Ohio where there was two inches of snow and it was this huge ordeal. Yes, like my mom was like, I want to go shovel the driveway. Yeah, yeah. That's not fun. That's a chore. No one wants to shovel the driveway. My dad couldn't wait to make snow angels and just like nonsense. Yeah. It's like they were big kids. They had so much fun. It was crazy. It was fun, but then they left on Sunday night yeah. Back to reality, work, school, daycare, bringing babies to work. 
I know oh. you had your baby at work with you. This I week. had my baby at work with me this week. But one it's day. nice that your job is flexible like that too. I wouldn't trade my job for anything. Yeah, yeah, because you've like not missed out. No, I've on her. First I've year worked and all since I had her. Yeah, I didn't take any time off when I had her. None. I my remember husband. when I reached out to you when you were still pregnant to kind of be like, hey, we're going to be on maternity leave at the same time. After you made fun of me about your door. <laughs> After that. <laughs> I was like, you know, would you want to get together? Like, when are you going to, how long of a leave are you going to take? And you responded to me a week. And I was like, do you think. I didn't even take a week. <laughs> do you think that this is a typo? I remember like saying this to my mom. Ashley told me that she's going to take a week's maternity leave. That's probably a typo, right? Like, do you think she meant a month? <laughs> No, no, that's <laughs> not what happened. Crazy, but and, you literally. In took all reality, zero days. I took zero days. So I had her, and then everyone was visiting. So in my head, I can't hold my baby. Yeah. I just had a baby. I can't get out of this bed yet. So it may as well work. So two hours later, I had my laptop on my lap, and I was yeah. working. But my job is so flexible that if I need her to come, she comes. Yeah. And my boss is the best, and he's all about it. Yeah. So, so you just like toted her to work with you for months. Yeah. Like, you didn't take her to a sitter until she was. She didn't go to a sitter until she was six months old, and right. now she still only goes to a sitter three, three days a week, yeah. and it's for like three or four hours a day. Yeah, the rest so of the time nice. she's with me. That's nice. I work a lot when she's when the kids are asleep, though. Yeah, but I don't we know. just make it work. We make it work. Yeah. Every week is crazy, though. There's no like way to recap our weeks because there's so much that goes on that yeah. I can't keep up with our weeks. So this week I took the toddler to the dentist for the first time, and Instagram is real. Uh, it was something short of an exorcism. I had to, like, hold her down. <laughs> At the end, so she goes to, like, this pediatric dentist that has four kids. But she's so sweet. There's no have, way that's true. They have, like, this, um, like, this pad that they put on the dentist's lap, and then the mom sits in front and so, like, you're both, like, holding her in between you on So this you, pad. like, held her down it's like by her arms. like a boogie board almost. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, no, I had, like, yeah. So I had her legs, and she's, like, thrusting up on me and kicking me. And you had and the two she, other ones with you. Yeah. So my big boy is holding the baby. And he's like, Mom, this is really hard because the baby is, like, on the go. She's strong. She she's like, stop Yeah, she just wants to be walking. She thinks she's She wants toddler. to get down. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's like, Mom, I can't hold this baby. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, you're just, I don't know. I don't know. You have to help me. You have to help me. So that's a hot mess. The toddler's having severe meltdown. But, like, she is crazy like this all the time. Where when we go to the doctor's office, she will not step on the scale. It's the standing scale. You just literally stand on it. (laughs) No, she, like, throws herself on the floor. Because this is her world and we are living in it. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, you are so nuts. So they have to weigh me and then I pick her up and we both, like, step on. I hate being weighed at the doctor by myself, let alone by my kid's doctor. So I'm like, yeah, this is how much I weigh. Um, But we have a scale in our bathroom. She steps on it every day and that's, like... The most fun. So can you take a picture of her on the scale with a time <laughs> stamp and so say, here, doctor, crazy. I promise this is so how much you're she just weighs. being like this to be difficult. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Why are you being like this? Because she's a girl. Yeah, Girls so, are difficult. Girls oh, are hard. they're so crazy. Ugh. My son was never like this. So no. when I started taking him to the dentist at around the same age, and he went to my dentist starting out, he did not go to a pediatric dentist. 
And he would just come in, sit in the chair, super compliant, super easy. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, this is just this how is every just kid is. This, this is, is easy. Normal. Yeah, he was like a walk in the park. Now our I, big boys tricked and I had us this into more kids. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Our big boys were so good. They tricked <laughs> us. Like every baby's like this. Keep on yeah. having them. No. I don't understand the moms that have the hard first one and then, and then they to have still more. have more. Both Maybe they're just boys. like really hopeful that like, oh, the next got, one will be better. Yeah, I got the hard one out of the way, so now all the rest will be good. Maybe that's it. So, Maybe. I don't know. But then at the end of the dentist appointment, they gave her, like, to- there's, they give them tokens, and they get to go get a prize. So then was she, like, so I'm like, the best yeah, prize good. ever? <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you got a prize for being here, because you definitely did not get you did a not prize behave. for being good. <laughs> Mom would not give Ugh. me this prize if it was up you to me. so crazy. But, no. And then... <laughs> So I work on Thursdays. Yeah. And um, so they, they're with their dad while I work. He works from home on Thursdays. And uh, when I got home after work, my husband says to me, yeah, so I had a conversation with the toddler. And I'm thinking, like. You don't oh, have conversations yeah, with okay. toddlers. Oh, yeah, toddlers you had a tell conversation you what to do. <laughs> with the toddler. Yeah, so I was telling her, do you remember when you went to the dentist? And she opens her mouth, like, yeah, I went to the dentist. I opened my mouth. He's like, yeah, well. The dentist said that you're going to have to get rid of your pacifier. No. <laughs> like, oh, so you really she did have a conversation. She by these pacifiers. Um, she has, like, 12 at a time. And she takes my babies. Yeah. So she has, like, one in her mouth. And then when I put her to bed, she, like, rubs. Like, she'll have one in each hand. She, like, rubs them on her face, like, in her eyeballs, like, in this circular motion. Like, she is really herself. good at sharing them with the babies, though. I'm like, I don't know what... I don't know how to take them away. Well, yeah, and her and her little sister share them. You can't cut like, them. There's no way to prevent it in my house. If that, you're that, going to get sharing. rid of them, they both have to get rid I of know, them. I know, and I'm and like, that's, that's not fair because she's one years old. She, like, just now one. That's not but fair. But I feel like my big boy, we took his away right after he turned one, and it was... Really? We just cut them all. Same my big he boy. He carried them around I for a couple days. I let him have it days. way too long, but it was, like, only at bedtime. <laughs> and, yeah, I drug it out way too long, but... That makes some babies oh. longer. But he didn't have, like, the dental problem. So, like, my toddler. You Will know, have. She, Yeah, she's getting the overbite from it. And they're like, you have to take this away. Oh, the mom struggle. It's real, guys. It's real. So, that's this what happened life, this week. Right? Yeah. So. And then, oh, my gosh. We've gotten so much positive feedback. We have. We're so grateful I for just, all like, of you. I just, honestly thought... Probably nobody would listen. And I thought like, we'd get oh, 10 these listeners. Guys, these girls are losers. They're crazy. <laughs> they just talk and talk Who cares and talk. about their mom's story? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, but, like, people really do. We've had a lot of people. We've had so feedback. many people reach out yeah. with feedback with, yeah. hey, you guys were awesome. Moms, grandmas, yeah. dads. Yeah. People who didn't even have kids, don't want to have kids. All around, and that's I, super cool. I I think that that's super cool that we can just from a girl that I went to high school with, and I was good friends with her in high school. Yeah, and I just woke up one morning, looked on my my personal Instagram, and I had this message, and it was just like, you guys, I listened to this on my way home from work, and like this was really great. And I don't know why, but I just had like a perma smile on my face. Right. Like if we can if we can reach an audience that 
Isn't even a mom. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Because we are long-winded. We babble. (laughs) We talk a lot. We just really banter. My favorite was your husband's, like, share of our podcast and shouting us out. And his comment, you just never know what they're going to say. You don't. And... 100. It is. Yeah. It just, is. You never know. We're very try, unscripted. We are. And, I try yeah. and really not pull back from myself, but I cuss a lot. Yeah. And my biggest goal in this is to not do that. I read a meme the other day and it said like, voted most valuable mom to teach all of the neighborhood kids how to cuss. That like, is 100% you. That's me. Yeah. I don't even realize I'm cussing. Yeah. I'm, I'm the worst. I know I'm bad at it. I know I need to rein it in. So my goal on this right. is to not cuss. Like, do you remember when my... And I didn't cuss <laughs> one time the last episode. No, neither of us So did. we're going to see how many we can go. Yeah. It will eventually slip. I will do yeah, it. I'm sure, really for sorry. Sure, for sure. But that was my husband's other feedback was I didn't have a potty mouth and he was yeah. really proud of me. Right. Do you remember when my husband came to get the power washer from you? Our power washer? Yeah. That you had borrowed? And he came to pick it up uh, when you were, like, putting kids on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark, so he comes back and he's like, so Ashley probably said the F word, like, 12 times in front of the entire bus stop. <laughs> like, they just know. I don't know why this is weird. <laughs> they just know. And my kids especially know. And just don't, don't repeat say me. that. Don't say that. Yeah. When you're an adult, it's kind of bad don't the thing do is, it is that i think but my you big can be an boy adult. is so oblivious i think he's genuinely oblivious to bad words mine is not mine knows he my knows mom, what are bad words my mom says not. bad words i cannot say the words that my mom says he doesn't repeat them and i don't think he knows that they're bad it's Zach, just like a non-issue Zach i will know. repeat them at home and be like don't worry i know i'm not allowed to say this right but this is what you said and i wanted to say exactly what you said I'm like oh ashley oh. <laughs> Sometimes you got to pull it together. Right. And don't even realize I'm doing it. But back to what my husband said when he shared this. 100%. (laughs) You never know what we're going to say. We, it's just like word vomit all the time with us. And we're we're both the same way. So when we're together and we go back and forth, (laughs) it's just double word vomit. But we have so much fun doing it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So this is just pretty natural. This is. So this was supposed to be our short little recap of our week that we had, and we're long-winded. So now the episode's over, and I'm teasing. (laughs) But now, for real, let's get into episode two. Today is all about our big boys. Yeah. And our big boys are the best boys. These are the boys that tricked us into having more kids. For sure. These are the boys that were so easy as babies, so easy as toddlers, have been pretty easy growing up that I think... After I had my big boy, I was like, oh, I could do this over and over again. I don't want to, but I could. I mean, and I then, had, like, some monster children after my big boy, and I yeah. still want more, like, right now. No, I'm done. <laughs> my daughter, I pulled up my Google Drive the other day, and I saw her newborn pictures, and I told my husband, like, oh, my goodness. My ovaries, my ovaries hurt. I, I need know. another baby. And I left the office, because we work at the same place, so I was working from his office that day. Left the office. Picked her up from daycare. She slapped me. And I immediately texted my husband and said, don't worry. We good. No more babies for us. Definitely don't want any. Definitely reality check. Yeah. My baby, Sorry baby for worrying woke me you. up at 4 a.m. this morning yeah. pulling my hair. Yeah. And like laughing. Mm-hmm. 
this was after like she has woken up 15 times throughout the night and I'm finally like forget it just come in my bed and you wake me up at 4 a.m to pull my hair our big boys tricked us yeah so but they still trick us every day they're so sneaky (laughs) those boys I love them though so when I was 19 yeah I found out I was pregnant yeah with my big boy yeah I so you said in the last episode that you had taken a pregnancy test and just put it in your scared. purse. I, was so, I put it in a bag first. Like, I didn't that just is... put that nasty test <laughs> in my purse. But that was, like, crazy to me. I just knew I had to go to work that day, and I knew if it said positive. So were you having, like, symptoms? What prompted you to take the test? I was late. Oh. I was late, and I yeah. knew I was late. And I, I knew I couldn't go to work knowing that I was pregnant and see my son's dad. Oh, and you normal because we worked at the same right. place. So I had so to see So that's the only him. time that you meet guys is where you work. No. <laughs> I'm teasing. No. I just, my <laughs> son's father and my husband and, I mean, now I'm done. Yeah. We're married. He's stuck for life. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> poor, poor Ron. <laughs> so uh, my biggest thing after I told my son's dad he was was like, he the first person you told? He was. Yeah, because you told him to go get it out of yeah, here. Yeah, he was the first person. Purse. He was gung-ho. Let's tell everyone. I'm like, no, no, oh, no. So he was excited. He was excited. He yeah. was. I was like, I haven't been to the doctor. We don't know anything. And how much older than you is he? Or is he A couple age? weeks. Yeah. So like, you guys we are, are the, the same, same age. age. So you yes. guys are both 19. Yes, we were both yeah. 19 at the time. And this was in October. So, yeah, we were I found we're out in babies. October, too. Oh, <laughs> look at us. But so... Yeah. We, I was, years, honestly, but, yeah. I wasn't worried about telling his family because, let's be honest, I don't really know his family at that point. We'd been together for six weeks. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know him. Yeah. I was like, cool, cool. We'll tell them. Every time I've met them, they've seemed really nice. No big deal. Yeah. I was scared to death to tell my family. Of course. Well, you're 19 years old. And I'm know, 19 years old. Scary. I'm living in Florida and my mom's in Ohio. My mom was not happy that I was living in Florida. Yeah. Not happy at all. We had gone through a lot in that past year. So. Those are also just like really hard ages they to are. parent. They're hard to parent and they're hard as a kid to you're navigate. You're like selfish. Right, you're wrong. being reckless. You you're are. just. And all of those things. I'm those invincible. Yes. Yeah. 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 I can do anything. So I had really different reactions from my three parents that I told. Right. When I told my mom. I didn't get the support and the reaction that I thought I would get. Right. She didn't not support me, but she definitely didn't support me. My mom had me when she was 21, a week yeah. after she turned 21. So my mom's feedback when I told her I was pregnant was, I really didn't want this for you because I know how hard it's going to be. And then, But she now, like, kind of looking back, do you understand it a little bit? Um, I do. Because, I mean, like, for I me, do. like, I am, like, I love that I had my son when I did, how I did. Hard. I'm so glad he's here. But I don't want you to struggle ever. Exactly. I don't want you to struggle exactly. ever. I think my you mom's know? feedback to me was harder because I told my mom, it was probably eight weeks. It was right. early. I right. told her. Right. And my mom and I didn't really talk until my baby shower when I was eight months. Yeah. Until my mom physically saw me pregnant and knew yeah. this was happening. Yeah. She would check on me randomly, but yeah. we didn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. The next person I told was my stepmom. I would say her reaction was similar to my mom's, 
<laughs> but more gentle. Yeah. I, my stepmom's been in my life since I was a kid. She is 100% my other mom. Yeah. So I don't put my mom above her. I don't put her above my mom. I have two moms. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Two moms. Yeah. So I was just as scared to tell her as I was my mom. Yes, of course. I told her, she basically said, honey, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. This is going to be really hard. This is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. I'm really, I'm really not sad for you, but this is going to change your life a lot. But we are here. Right. However you need me, right. I will be here for you. And this baby will be a blessing. Right. So that kind of eased my nerves a little bit because she was in Florida. So she was my everyday go-to, 100%. Right. And then I had to tell my dad. I was, like, so scary. I don't know why we, I'm like, my dad's only up. girl. Yeah. I'm his firstborn. Yeah. My dad was young, too, when he had me, so he knows the struggle. I was scared to death to tell my dad. And my dad's reaction, it blew me away. <laughs> I told my dad I was pregnant, and my dad jumped up and down and gave me a hug and said, I can't wait. I'm so excited. That this is, is going to be your awesome. Dad, but that's my dad. Yeah. And that's, like, your guys' relationship it now. Is. Oh, it is. My... I can't he is even definitely put into one words. of your biggest cheerleaders. You yes. Know? I can't put into words the person that my dad is to me. Um, we have, I mean, my I grew up in Ohio. My dad lived in Florida. So we haven't always, we've, I've always seen my dad. My dad has always been an active part of my life. Right. But it hasn't been like a day-to-day thing. And the relationship that my dad and I have now compared to what it was growing up is two different worlds. And yeah. my dad really is my biggest cheerleader. So when yeah. I told him that I was pregnant and he was excited. Yeah. I feel like that's the confirmation I needed to be like, you can do this. Yeah. And I had my dad in my corner. He was going to help me. Yeah. My son does not have a best friend more than my dad. Of course. He thinks that his papa hung the moon. Yeah. My stepmom, his Robbie, he she always laughs and says, I'm chopped liver if papa's around. And if everyone is chopped liver if pop is around. My dad is just, he's a big kid at heart. So when my he son. is like a big kid. When my yeah. son and my dad get together, I literally, there are some days I have to separate them at dinner. Well, like the picture of them in the snow this past weekend. They're, the, they're one and the same. They're just like two big kids rolling around in the snow they together. Are. I yeah. laugh all the time. I'm like, God really got I'm me. Like, I he love He recreated my dad and made him my son. Yeah. He got me good. Yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah. So, it, every all of my reactions were different. Um, they were all good, yeah, in the sense that I learned from them all. But it was really hard to be nineteen and say, "Hey, I'm following in your footsteps." Yeah, I'm not doing life the way you probably planned for me, right? But I'm following in your footsteps. And so your parents were both best. young parents. Were they married? No, no, they were young. They were married. They were not married. Sorry. Yeah. They were not together for long either. Right. So. So it was like a similar situation. Yeah. It was really similar and they both struggled and both of my parents got married to the people they're with now um, when I was young. Yeah. I mean, my mom met my stepdad when I was, I think, like two. Yeah. And then my dad and my stepmom had a whirlwind, awesome, crazy, cool relationship. And they were married when I was a kid, like young kid too. Yeah. So. So that you've always had like the step parents in your yeah. life, yeah, yeah, and they're still with those people, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, I have a great relationship with with my dad, and you know, yeah, the others come and go, yeah. Uh, well, I shouldn't say my dad, my stepmom as well. She, <laughs> I think my my mom and my step or my step mom and my dad are like 
they're a unit to me. It's just, like, one person. Yeah, they, well, they're just like, very involved. They're very involved. Yeah. And, like, my kids, they live in Florida. My kids still see them on average every six weeks. They, yeah. my kids are their world, and they wouldn't have it any other way. And as much as sometimes my dad drives me crazy, I wouldn't have it any other way. Right. Never. Yeah. They, he has a very big heart. He does. Yeah. So I found out when I was 20 years old. And so my son's father and I had not been together very long. Um, I was living in an off-campus house at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Just partying, the having a really good time. Yeah, having a really good time. And I was super sick. I thought so I had, you weren't like, late. You just thought like maybe I thought I, had I the was blue. dying. No, I literally thought I like <laughs> had mono or like something absolutely horrible, like worse than the flu. I had never <laughs> been on you, Abby. so sick in my whole life. But like, not only so I was like throwing up, I was feeling horrible. But like my glands were so swollen, you could see them. Oh, no. Like my th- whole like neck was just like enlarged yeah I just I was swollen I couldn't swallow you couldn't drink yeah yeah <laughs> at that point well, that's and I was, and I was a, really not classy but I was a smoker at the time and uh like yeah just all of it I was just like repulsed by everything I couldn't like live my life how I was living it I was so sick um you know so I scheduled a doctor's appointment, like, with my primary care physician. I'm like, clearly I'm dying. I just need some antibiotics. Clearly I'm dying and I need to be seen. So I go to the doctor and I'm telling her all my symptoms. And she's like, well, first I'm going to give you a pregnancy test. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And Don't I laughed. Well, I laughed. I was like, listen, like, there's not a lot of things that I believe in, but birth control is one of them. And I take my birth control yeah. at the same time every day. That's how I was. I'm not on antibiotics. Like, I'm not doing anything crazy. Like, yep, I, was I the am same protecting way. myself. Um, so, like, there's just no way. There's no way. Um, and she was like, okay, well, let's just see. And I'm like, this is I don't a really waste of my see. time. This is a waste <laughs> of my time. This is going to be on my bill at the end of this visit. You know, I'm going to have to pay for this test that I don't need. I can go to CVS and pick this up. <laughs> exactly. So, but she makes me do this, and she comes back in, and she's like, so you're pregnant. And honestly, I don't know how this lady let me leave that office. I was so hysterical, just like, how could this happen, you know? And yeah. like, I'm, I was, I was scared more than anything. I was, it is scary. Oh, it was super scary. But like, honestly, so I have three children now, and it's just I a scary don't think every time. I've ever not been scared no. when it says pregnant. And I still want more. And I'm sure that if I do have more, it's still gonna be scary. It never and gets I'm easier. I'm still gonna it's be still, a crazy yes. person about it. Yes. So I, you know, so I have like this complete meltdown at the doctor's office. And I'm like, but like there's just no way, like this has to be wrong, you know. And then I'm like, but what about my glands? She's like, yeah, there might be something else going on. Like, you might actually be sick, too. But, like, you need to go deal with yourself somewhere else. Can you get out of my so office? So her bedside manner was actually pretty horrible. Um, and, like, I, I don't know. So I should have, like, switched from that doctor. I still go to her. Um, so I leave there. And the first person I tell is actually one of my 
uh, high school friends who you were friends with her younger sister in high school. And that's like kind of where we would see each other in high school. Yeah. So I call her immediately. And she's in a thrift store with her mother when I call her. And she's not answering the phone. I'm like blowing up her phone. So her mom ends up answering the phone. And I'm like, I need to talk to her. (laughs) I'm just like (laughs) uncontrollable. And so they're like, oh, man, like something horrible is happening. Like we got to leave. So her and her mom leave. I meet them at their house. And they were the first people that I told. And I was just absolutely hysterical. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And, like, I didn't. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, like, I'm – I have no money. I'm halfway through my bachelor's degree. Uh, You know, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to have a baby? How am I going to have a baby? I can't even take care of myself realistically. I'm I'm working full time. I'm putting myself through school. At this time, like, I didn't know how to do student loans. So I had never taken out student loans. I was just, like, paying as I I wish I never took out student loans. Yeah, same, same. So – you know, I was paying as I went. I was just like, I was working full time. I was going to school full time. What am I going to do? Because I'm living paycheck to paycheck as it is. Yeah. So, you know, I sit down with them and her mom, you know, is just like, you know, there's a lot of different options. And, and I really like, you know, listened to her and I'm like, you know, I think that there's something to like take away from this. I think I need to like explore all, all of options. my options. And I did. And I went to all these different agencies and these different places. And I gathered all my information. And this is what I do with everything. Like, you like, overanalyze. Well, I just like research everything. Yes. That's like, why you and your husband decision. are perfect together. My husband is way crazier about this than I am. You both are researchers. But well. I'm just like, you know, what? how am I going to do this? So I pretty quickly came to the conclusion that I was going to have this baby. And my rationale was, you know, I didn't think it was fair for him if I had him and I couldn't take care of him. Yeah, I think that's what every parent thinks, especially a young parent. So when I was, like, going through my thought process, you know, I'm planning for me and his father together. You know, when we're making told his father yet. So I didn't tell him for a couple days. Um, and and we, we were both like scared. Yeah, we were both scared. It's scary. Yeah. But, you know, we started making the plan that he like, you know, he was working full time. I was working full time. What we were making together. We could afford to do this. I was going to go down to part-time. I would have to start taking out student loans so that I could stay in school. You but know? you had a plan. So we had this plan that I'm going to stay in school. We're going to support this baby, you know. And I just, I don't know. I just, I was very, I'm, a, I'm from very proud people that are very hard workers. Yeah. And if you aren't, like, out there roughing it and hustling and doing it yourself... You're not doing anything. I mean, my parents are just, yeah, they're going to be disappointed. So I'm like, uh, you know, I know, like, I have to do this. Yeah. So so I decide that. Um, I end up telling my mom. And I think, like, you know, she probably had the same reaction as your mom's where it was just, I don't want to see my child struggle. 
Which and is fair. It really which, is. It really is fair. And I think at the time when you're going through it, you just need support and you just need somebody to like validate what you're doing. You don't need a voice doing. of reason. You need someone to you be there. You just need like somebody to validate you and be like, yeah, yeah, you totally got this, girl. It's going to be hard, but you can do but it. But honestly, like I can't imagine. Like I have two daughters now. I, and like, you know, if they come to me as a young mom – I don't I know what ho- my reaction will be. I hope that that will be my reaction that, you know, we're going to figure this out and we're just going to do it. But I think, I think, you know, we're all only human and as a parent, you get scared for your child. Yeah. I, I mean, if my daughter ever came to me, it would be hard. I, I would get the position they were in because we've been in it. Right. But I'm also the type of person that. My husband and I are very, very hard workers, and we Same. try and instill in our kids that if you want anything in your life, you have to work very hard for <laughs> we it. We just had this conversation before my big boy got on the school yeah. bus this Things morning. Things don't just come to you. <laughs> you have to work yeah. very hard. So it would be hard for me as a parent to sit back and watch my child struggle and not be able to just hand them things because that's not what I've taught them their whole life. Right. And I would want to hand them and help and do all of these things because that is my child and their best interest. And my grandchild would be what I would be looking out for, but I couldn't just go back on all the years of teaching that I've had with them. Right. And I couldn't go back on what they've grown up knowing as this is what is expected of you. And that's what, so I mean, you know, I told my I don't mom, know what my reaction I think be. she was just mostly scared for me. Yeah. Um, I told my dad and my dad, God love him. He's just a man of very few words. He just kind of but shakes so his sweet. head. He's just very sweet. I, I don't think he's judgmental. Um, he just kind of shakes his head. Um, the only thing my parents really helped me with was, um, my dad offered to pay my medical bills. And once those started coming in, they're outrageous. Oh my gosh. Like who knew how expensive it is to have a baby? I don't Babies are not cheap. That would have like put me in a hole. The hospital visit alone is not cheap. So that was like really the only thing probably that my parents helped me with. Um, and yeah. I have a huge family. We had a lot of help. We did. did you? Yeah. yeah. Um, not in the sense that we had our own apartment when mm-hmm. we, I was probably a little more than halfway through our pregnancy. We decided to move in with my dad and my stepmom. They had a big enough house that we'd have right. our own area. It, it was perfect. Um, just to make sure we were saving money. Right. Didn't know what our plan was going to be once the baby was born, if I was going to be able to work, if I wasn't, if I was going to stay at home with him. So we moved in with them. We had a lot of help. My parents were excited, like I said. Yeah, yeah. It was their first grandbaby. So you don't think of help in the sense that they bought a bunch of clothes. Right. But that was help. Um, because, like, <laughs> dressing point, your baby is expensive. Yes. <laughs> and they go through those clothes so fast. And let's be honest, and you yeah. and I. So I was living at the consignment shop. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you and I want the best of the best for ourselves and our really kids. But he looked really cute. And I Always. was just like, you know. I got this for 75 Label shopping. Off. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my baby only wears polo. But <laughs> but that polo came from a consignment shop yeah. and it had tags on but it. But, yeah, so most it of fine. it had tags on it. So, so we had a lot of help. Like, my grandparents, my stepmom's parents bought our crib. Yeah. Um, so all three of my gave kids us, have used my crib. That's so special. And I love it. And my bassinet. So I haven't had to buy those things, too. But those are the big things. But, like yeah. Our, but those things are really expensive. Our good family friends who I consider, you know, my aunt and my uncle. Yeah. Um, they gave us the mattress. Yeah. 
So we had a lot of help. We yeah. did. We we weren't paying rent per se. I tried my best to like keep up and help around the house. Right. And we both worked. I worked at Baby's Wrestle at the time too, so I got a really good discount. I purposely awesome. quit my job I was at and got a job at Baby's Wrestle. I was 19. I didn't know about having a yeah. kid what I needed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, in my head, this is going to teach me, like, what you actually need. So how and do I, I be a, a mom? Can <laughs> you people over here teach me? <laughs> I mean, at least, like, so what kind of bottles do I buy? I what still do I do? don't know what kind of bottles to buy, and I have three kids. Every kid's different. Every pacifier, I mean, every when kid. We, so oh. we had another baby shower when we had my second because it was my husband's first. And it was so long in between. this huge gap in between and nothing left. And, uh... And I, yes, we had another baby shower. And when we went to Babies R Us to register, I'm like, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't, like, how do you know what they're going to use? And they're That's like, why well, I got this job. Is that so well, there's sad these and ridiculous? three that are, you know, if you're breastfeeding, they're more like, they're geared towards breastfeeding But babies. as a young mom, you and don't like, think like, oh, is breastfeeding going to work? It's just like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it. I had it no does idea not what I was always. doing. Yeah. So. It's hard. One of, like, the funniest comments, so I'm from this very big Catholic family, very big. My dad is number eight of ten children. There's easily 50, 60 people, like, in my immediate family Yeah, on my dad's side. That's how it is on my dad's side, too. It's big. Very big. We get together for all the holidays. We just pack in these little houses and just, like, I don't know, stack on top of each other. But you're together and you can see everyone and that's just all you know. It's so fun. I wouldn't trade it for the world. But so at one of our – I think it was Christmas. One of my uncles came up to me because I'm the only person in my huge family to have a baby out of wedlock. That's crazy because I feel like it's so common right now. Yeah, it's so crazy. And, I mean, like it could happen to anybody, right? Yeah. Like – so, I mean, it happened to us. Yeah. So uh, we're at Christmas, and one of my uncles comes up to me, and and we all have a pretty good time at our uh, holidays. So he comes up, and he's like, Abby, I just want you to know, nobody in your family has ever judged you for going through this. Is that the validation you need? And he was like, this could have happened to any of us. And... Did you sob? And he was like, crap, I could have kids out there that I don't even know about. (laughs) I mean, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was like really nice to hear that because you do feel. Not like like, you're a black sheep, but like like you're a disappointment. You know what I mean? You're like, oh my gosh, my grandfather is rolling over in his grave. And my grandmother, God love her, she is the sweetest woman in the whole world. But what and if has she's just disappointed? always told me, though, your children are so beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And just I'm, my grandmother should be a saint. Like, she is genuinely the sweetest, most loving person you'll ever meet in your whole life. Um, so, I mean, I think, like, starting out, maybe family was kind of like, <laughs> but it got better as time went. But it definitely went better as time went on. Um, you That's know, how we were. Because I think, like, my mom started out scared for me. Yes. Which I think is totally normal. I'm 100 think I would be the same way. Um, and then, you know, by the time I was eight months pregnant, we went to Putacano when I was eight months pregnant. You're crazy. Like, why are you flying out of the country? My mom was a... 
like train wreck that whole trip. Like, what if you have this baby over here? And I'm like, mom, you brought me here. This was your idea. (laughs) Like you paid for this vacation. So it was just me, my mom, my sister, my sister's friend and her mom. So the girl's trip. Also the only time I've ever been to an all-inclusive vacation. And you can't drink. And I'm like babysitting all you guys because I'm eight months pregnant. This was horrible. And you're 20. But it was beautiful there. It was so much fun. Um, So, but my mom, it was so funny on that trip. She would wake me up every single morning. I don't find out gender of my babies. All three of them I didn't find out. We didn't with our last either. It's a fun surprise. I love it. It's so fun. uh, So with my big boy, we would call him Peanut when he was in my belly. And um, my mom, every single morning, would wake me up rubbing my belly. Peanut, wake up, Peanut. And I'm like, Mom, get out of here. Like, I'm sleeping. You know, so by time, you know, as time went on, my mom and everybody was, like, getting more and more excited. Yeah, when that's came, how we were, too. When he finally was born, he was, was nine like, days late. Oh. It was nine days late. I was so – so he was a summer baby, which you're older. Yeah. You're a big boy. It's a summer baby, too. They're both July babies. Like, no, June and July. June and July. Yeah. Is yours the beginning of July or end July of July? July 6th. Yeah. So I don't know how many days that is. I can't do math. Uh, not very far apart. They're like two weeks apart. <laughs> yeah. We'll say we'll say two weeks. Yeah, we'll say two weeks. And um, a year and two weeks actually. So yeah, yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. So he was nine days late. I had finished. I had gotten through all my exams, which was really funny because he was due on the day of all my exams. <gasps> and I like so I that third, yeah. So that last like quarter, I went to all my professors, and I'm like, hey. This is my due date. Are you like going to work with me? Should he come early? Should like you know if I miss? And they were all super cool. Did you refer to him as he? Um, probably. Even I don't before know. I knew what my big boy was going to be, we found out. But even before, yeah, I referred to him as he, and I openly told people I'm the worst. I told people this baby is a boy. It no, I knew. Boy. I knew. I knew that my baby, baby had to was be a boy. boy. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. With my girls, I don't really know if I felt like that so much. But my My boy, husband only makes girls, so we didn't find out. But I feel like I knew <laughs> it was true. a girl. He only makes girls. But no, I just feel like there wasn't one person in my life that didn't think I was having a boy. Wow. Yeah. I, it was unanimous. I was having a boy. Um, so, like, yeah, I didn't need that whole gender reveal nonsense. No, I didn't do yeah. any of that. Yeah. We found out we were having a Well, also back then, gender, gender reveal, reveal wasn't parties a thing. wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't <laughs> a God. thing. Um, so we, so yeah, so I get through my exams, I finish the quarter, I meet Dean's list that quarter. Um, because you're pregnant, so yeah, you may as well go home yeah, and study yeah, and do well because in all your I'm classes. not partying, so I might as well read a book. Um, so and then the house that me and my son's uh, father bought right before we had our son um, has a pool, so I literally just sat in the pool. For nine days. That's the best feeling when you're pregnant. I just sat in the pool. I was so uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable. I was the only place I was comfortable. So when I went in to have him, he was uh, ended up being induced. And uh, all my nurses were like, you're so tan. I'm like, this baby is nine days late. Like, what do you think I'm doing? What have you been doing all day? It's hot outside. (laughs) It's the end of June. Do you see how young I am? Class is over. (laughs) It's the end of June. It's hot. I'm like huge. Yeah, I'm just sitting in water. So I was induced. Um, How long did it take you to have him? So they, what do they give you before your Pitocin? I don't know. I only got Pitocin with my girl. 
So they gave me something before my Pitocin, and I don't remember what that was called. Um, but they were like, oh, it's just, like, supposed to soften everything and, like, get, like, get everything, everything going. prepared. And then in 12 hours, we're going to give you your Pitocin, and then that starts labor. So I was supposed to get that at 4 o'clock in the morning. I went in at 4 o'clock in the evening. So I get there, they start whatever, and they start my IVs. And by midnight, I start going into labor by myself. Because I'm like, nine days late, he was ready. I'm like, yo, guys, something is happening. And they're like, no, no, we haven't started your Pitocin yet. And I'm like, no, I'm like crawling out my skin. Like, something is happening. So they come in, they're like, oh, yeah, something's happening. I'm like, yeah, I tried I'm to tell telling you this. You this. And so, I, so they get me my epidural because I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want any pain. I'm 21 years old. Nothing. No, 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 Just no, get no. me out of yeah. this place and give me Absolutely my baby. Absolutely not. Give me drugs. So I get my epidural. It was like pretty smooth sailing. Um, I ended up calling because I wanted my mom and my sister in the room. So I ended up calling them at like 5 in the morning. And I'm like, yo, you guys need to get here fast. I remember, so my sister is a, like, senior in high school at this time, and uh, so she's still living with my mom, and she, like, comes running in. She's like, we came in the rocket car. Like, mom actually sped. <laughs> like, mom, this look at important. you go. <laughs> yeah. So they come in. My sister was, like, super into it. Uh, my mom, uh, she was so funny. She, like, held my hand. She stayed up by me. Um I think she was pretty grossed out. <laughs> she was like, I don't, I don't really want to be in here. But, um, but she was. But yeah. Um, so he was born at 7, like 32 in the morning. So, I mean, you know, so I labored for, I guess, like seven hours. Yeah. Oh, I, my like, God. I hate you. Yeah. Which all of mine were, like, pretty fast like that. Um, I would literally kill for that. Yeah. So... Was Zach? Oh my god, it was, was the he, worst. It was the was worst. He super. Long. Zach was. He was due on July fifth. Yeah. And I literally remember sitting, you know, nineteen year old. Well, yeah, I was nineteen. Nineteen year old Ashley posting on Facebook, "Hey kid, it's your due date. Come on, yeah, like let's yeah. come out." Oh, I did that on Facebook oh, too. Yeah. I posted that too. <laughs> Because at this point, I hadn't told hey, a soul I, I was my pregnant so you can come now. until I was 20 weeks. Yeah. And then at 20 weeks, I'm like, well, here I am, everyone. I'm pregnant. Yeah. So it was it was acceptable. Yeah. By the way, come on, kid. Let's go. Today's date. Yeah. I was 19. I didn't know, like, babies don't actually really normally come on their due yeah. dates. This is yeah. an estimate. Yeah. So that night, I was having contractions. Like, yeah. bad enough that I told my son's dad, we need to go to the hospital. Right. Go to the hospital. They put me in triage. They see I am having contractions three minutes apart. Right. But I'm not dilating. Right. So I started laboring at 9.14 on the 15th. Or on the 5th, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I stayed at the hospital for hours. And they're like, you are not, nothing's progressing. You're not dilated. You just have these contractions and you are laboring, but go home and walk. So they sent okay, me cool. home. So we go home and I tell my son's dad, like, come on, we're walking. We're going. We're not going to stop this walking until coming this baby's out. out. So we just walk the neighborhood. I mean, we pro- I feel like I, we didn't, but I feel like we walked like five miles that night. Yeah. I just felt 
the worst. Yeah. I felt so horrible. The end is horrible with all of them. It's just, you're ready. Yeah. So we go back. tired. We go to the hospital. I'm still not dilated at all, but my contractions are now two minutes apart. That's so crazy. And they're horrible. Yeah. Not dilating. So the triage nurse is like, they will not admit you unless you can prove to them that you need to be here. I suggest you just start walking your laps around triage. <laughs> so that's what I did. Yeah. I had to prove to these other nurses, like in labor and delivery, that I should be there. I was in <laughs> active labor, but because my body would not dilate, they would not admit yeah. me. So finally, they admit me. I was miserable. I yeah. would not dilate. My body did not dilate. So how many hours are you at this point? <sighs> Probably 12 Good at this grace. point, yeah, I'm admitted. They get me in my room and everything. I'm still miserable. I'm dilated like a two at this point. Yeah. But then I'm miserable still. And they're like, do you want your epidural? They check everything. They do blood work. Oh, just kidding. You're 14 hours in. You cannot have an epidural. Your white blood cell count is too low. If we give it to you, there's risk of too did many problems. Did you not problems. have an epidural at all? No. Well, no, I did. Oh, but, but not yet. Fast forward. Still couldn't have it. Yeah. Still was not dilating. At this point, we're 18 hours in labor. Oh, my goodness. Finally, at 20 hours in labor, I get an epidural. I, my body has leveled out enough. I'm allowed to have an epidural. I am still only six centimeters dilated. 20 hours later, 22 hours, epidural wears off. So then they <laughs> shoot me up again, and they give me more epidural. Yeah. Within... 10 well and then I'm there for hours longer still hours longer I think I scarred my son's father's little brother he came in to see me after I got my epidural and at that point I hadn't eaten in three days and I almost puked up the popsicle that they gave me all over him (laughs) scarred him (laughs) for sure for sure so 25 and a half hours in I'm like man I'm feeling a lot of pressure and this is epidural number three now I'm I'm feeling a lot of pressure like Maybe you should check. Nope, still nothing. You're like an eight. Ten minutes it took me to, to go fully, to, yeah. to fully dilate and yeah. be ready. Yeah. And Which I, I think was it's like, normal. Well, the, like, my the babies, last just like it's like the so last fast. couple of minutes. Yeah. And it happened with both my babies. And yeah. when I had my daughter, the nurses didn't believe me. And I was like, ha, I told you. Yeah. I, you know your body. I you do. And yeah. I so I was like, okay, this it's go time. Literally at my OBGYN, there were six like doctors, the one doctor I did not know is the one that delivered my son. Isn't that so So I was so upset. I was so mad. And then he tried to tell me it wasn't time to push. And I'm like, no, you need to check. I (laughs) I know I'm young, but I, this baby wants out of me for sure. Oh man, it is time. Let's go. Yeah. Literally took me three minutes and one push and my son was out. Yeah. And it's like, good thing it was like a fast out. But I but feel like you I literally this these out doctor, for forever. 26 hours yeah. I was in labor. Yeah. These doctors and nurses 100% looked at me like, you are young, you are dumb, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. No. Right. I knew. I right. knew that my baby was coming. I felt like mostly being a young mom, I got the most judgment at doctor's, doctor's offices. offices. Do you feel like that? Yes. Going back to my pregnancy and having him. My eye doctor, I, I switched to eye doctors because it wasn't even the doctor. It was the ladies that worked in the office. Yes. They were so rude to me. They were. They wouldn't even, like, look at me because yes. I would come in with this baby in a pumpkin seat that was clearly mine. Yeah. I'm not the nanny, and you're clearly really young. And I'm like, 
guys, who are you? Why do you care? I graduated high school. <laughs> I'm trying to get my I degree. Don't know. I don't know. And like, even if I didn't, like, you're you're in who a doctor's you? office. You know? Yeah. You can start having babies at this age, you know, technically. I remember when I was pregnant with Zach, I went to my OBGYN for an appointment. And I was with my grandma. We were going to go to the beach that day. Because I was big and pregnant and I lived in Florida. So why not go to the beach? And there was this lady there. And she was big and pregnant like me. But she was probably in her 30s, honestly. And I was 19. She was trying to corral four other kids. And she had the nerve to look at me and give me dirty looks. Because I looked young. Lady, worry about your four kids. Why are you giving me dirty looks? Yes, I'm young and yes, I'm pregnant. The mom shaming. But you have four kids. So you started a long time ago too because right. you're well on your way to your fifth. Right, right. And I remember my grandma just Those are probably at me. all your nieces and nephews. You're just now starting <laughs> yeah. out at this age appropriate oh, age when was, you're like financially yes. stable. Yeah. And yeah. it was when I had to do my glucose test. So it wasn't like a quick visit. You yeah. had to sit and wait and everything. And I remember my grandma just looking at me and being like, forget her her you don't worry about her I didn't even say a word to her but this lady was so obvious that my grandmother noticed right like how rude right how mean of you you don't know what kind of mom I'm gonna be right I could be a better mom than you well and both of us have worked our heinies off to be good moms to you know yeah to advance in our careers to get degrees to financially support our children To, yeah. You One know, of my biggest goals in my life is for my son to doing look at well me in school and they're... tell me, like, she's a good, my mom right. is a good mom. My right. mom taught me so much. Right. Right. My mom did everything my mom could do to give me the life that I was provided. Well, like, I kind of hope that my son kind of remembers, like, where we came from because, you know. I tell Zach all the time. Because you we don't remember came this, from but the bottom. This and, was not always your life. Yeah. And now we have this nice. We have nice houses, yeah. nice cars, yeah. nice things for our kids, and our kids don't remember yeah. when we didn't have those things. Right. I tell Zach all the time, you don't remember what it was like when you were a baby, but it was right. not like this. Right. So, I don't know. I but think I feel like, like I my overcompensate big boy, like, now. Kind of remembers. It was really funny because I, I talked to last episode about when we moved into the really crappy apartment yeah. after my engagement fell apart. And... um when we moved into the house that we live in now, which is a nice, I think, middle, I think we live in nice houses, middle class, yeah. suburban area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we first moved in here, he was I just really missed the apartment. <laughs> like, what do you what? miss about that apartment? It's like, I miss the pool. And I'm like, no, we belong to a nice swim club yeah, now. We're now swim club yeah, members. we belong to a nice swim club where, like, you might not catch something from the pool. Yes. I, like, oh, my gosh, this crappy apartment that I was in. I'm like, the health board should have been called on that pool probably. Yeah. yeah. It was horrible. See, I'm the opposite end. Zach doesn't remember any of this stuff. Right, So right. Zach's like, but, oh, I want to go to the you swim met club. your husband when, when he was two. No, so my husband and I have been friends. We worked together before, so Zach knew him in the sense of that was mommy's coworker. Yeah. Um, since I started there, since he was one, my husband and I got together right before he turned two. Yeah. And but then my we lived in an apartment. Yeah. We, I mean, but he's still like I don't know. I don't know if he just blocks that. I don't know what it is. He doesn't remember. And now my issue is is my son's like, well, let's just go to the swim club. 
I need money because they have a snack bar. Right. And I'm like, right. no. What are you going to do to earn this? You are being a jerk. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so, like, literally, being we'll go to the swim club sometimes. Rat. And I'm like, do you remember this wasn't always the case? Right. And, or I'll be like. No, my big boy, I think, oh. like, really remembers, like, all of our moves. But your big boy was older when he went through it. Right. Mine wasn't. So when my life, like, fell apart, he was four. Yeah. And Zach we, doesn't remember from two. Like, if Zach right. was two. And, well, and I was two. He was two, I think, when I got engaged. Okay. And then our wedding got called off right before his fourth birthday. So he had it later. So he does so, remember. But he remembers, like, that time. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But, you know, like, when you think about it, that was kind of a big chunk of his little life. Yeah. You know? So... And now I just think, like, he remembers it so much that he has, like, said it over and over. So it's just... It's just, I don't like, even out know of if habit. he genuinely remembers or he just remembers he just knows what he's, he's saying. Yes. So... So there was that, and then, but that was like really hard on him, you know, when we went through that, and we both because he was a boy. You'll never, you're a woman. You will never be that father figure, right? And he didn't have that anymore beyond right. at your house. I at should my say house. he right. had it at his right. dad's, so but he didn't have he it at your house. He has a great dad, yeah, and we've always had that great relationship. Um. But it was just very confusing to him because it was like you know that guy was his buddy. And and then his buddy was gone, and he didn't understand. I am never going to see him again. And like, where did he go? What happened? And trying to explain that to an almost four year old that was really hard. And the, um, they don't truly understand the situation. Right. And you can't. You're not going to go into detail right. about right. the four year old. No. You can't so do that. I did not. Um, but you know, you just you make a new normal. You provide love and consistency, and you validate their feelings. I feel like it's and almost I think it's no like different. Okay, to be grieving. Yes. You know, like he was going through a grieving process, and like and that's, that's fine. healthy and normal. So you know, I feel I like it's almost like being a new mom. That. You learn as you go. Right. Right. So what was really funny? So my son is a huge baseball fan, and he became a huge baseball fan at the age of two. I took him to his first Reds game at two years old, and ever since then, all he's talked about is baseball. That's he so knew awesome. like all the players, their stats by age three. Would not watch cartoons. Was just like all about baseball. I'm like, this is kind of crazy, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> kind of crazy. It was so crazy that all summer long you had to like record on the TV on the DVR like baseball games because he would not watch. Anything else. Anything else. And he wanted to watch, like, the highlights. And then when baseball season ended. Then what do you do? football season started, it was a major meltdown. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I should have been saving all all these and not deleting them. So then I took him to a football game. I took him to an NFL game. Not the same? He had a blast. He danced and cheered and got super into it. But as soon as you walk out of... The baseball stadium, you see the ba- or the football stadium, you see the baseball stadium. Then he got sad again. Yeah, then he got sad again. I'm like, oh. Uh. So after our life fell apart, I, um, you know, I was rebuilding myself, and I got into grad school. I was, I got into one of those pyramid scheme selling things, which I think are great, and I still buy from that same company. Um, and, There's you know, not for you everyone. You hustle, you hustle, and you do what you got to do. Um, 
So I was doing that, to, you know, because I left that situation with zero dollars to my name. So I was working full time. I was doing that on the, as my side hustle. I was in school full time. You had a son and you had doing, a double life. I was doing all of it. And uh, that spring, I took him to Arizona, just the two of us. And we went to spring training. And I will never forget, this is like probably one of my proudest moments with him, is him waking up in the morning. It was was snowing so bad that year. Um, And he like comes into my room and we had a snow day. And so I was like, so guess what mom just did? Because I'm super impulsive also. I, I do these we things. Both are. I'm you super impulsive. And then you think I just, about like, the get consequences on, I, yeah, later. I just get on my computer. I start like booking things. I'm like, I'm so sick of the snow. I got to go somewhere warm. Let's go to Arizona. So I'm doing this all before he wakes up. He wakes up early. So by the time he comes in my room, I'm like, so we are going to Arizona. We are going to spring training. He's like, right now? And I'm like, well, next week. But yeah. So just me and him go to Arizona. He met all of his favorite baseball players. And, like, as a single mom That's a big who's, like, deal. roughing it and you're rebuilding yourself and, That's a big you know, deal. you're o- overcoming all these haters that yes. have, like, been judging you for years for being yes. a young single mom. I'm like, here, we made it. We We're made here. it. Yeah. So that was super cool. And that I was, think- like, a couple months before I met my now husband. But I think moments like that, like, Zach and I, there are some things that – we just do him and I a lot. Yeah. And like, that's a priority to me. Because right. Because he has this new life, and for so long, it was him and I. Right. And we have this special relationship. Yeah. So, when Zach looks at me, and he's like, man, you're the best mom there ever was. Because you are. Like, no. I'm not always. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm not always going to be. I don't expect No myself. mom is the best mom all the no, time. No, but when my baby, he's my baby. He'll always be my baby. When he looks at me and says, mom... You're just the greatest mom there ever was. Like, my heart melts into a puddle, and I'm like, I'll give you all the things. Tell me what you want. It's just like this with boys. No. Because our girls are like tiny. No, I I don't. Honestly, I love. Like, when they start saying this, will you just be like, yeah, what do you want? No. Yes, I think I will. (laughs) I think it is this way. It's like what. I always get so confused when I see on like social media the hashtag boy mom, hashtag girl mom. Like, and yeah. I feel like it's like this competition between these moms that have all boys and, and these all moms girls. that have all girls. But like, we have both, and I like it. <laughs> I, well, I'm always just like looking at these things that are like hashtag boy mom, and it's these boy moms that just think like their boys are so crazy and rambunctious and wild. And like, my boy is soft sensitive, sweet, caring. It's my girls that are bulldozers. Yeah. They're literally No, I don't think it's boy mom, girl mom. I think that my heart melts and I am like, oh, okay, I'll give you anything. Because Because I was young and he did life with me. Yeah. We literally grew up together. Exactly. He taught me how to be a mom. He taught me how, honestly, this sounds crazy, he taught me how to be a hard worker. He taught me how to yeah. set a goal and work towards it until you get there and then set another goal right. because I had to for him. Right. So, no, I don't think it'll be the same. Yeah. I think because I love my children just as much. stable. But now I'm a stable mom. <laughs> and honestly, my daughter, our youngest, she knows nothing else. My husband jokes yeah. all the time. She is 17 of everything. Yeah. And maybe she does. She's a little bit extra. Well, you are a little bit extra. No, I'm not. 
She's extra because of her dad. She's sassy because of her dad. She's extra because of her dad. She has an attitude because of her dad. You are living in like a delusional world right but now. But my boy. <laughs> he's my baby. He'll always be my baby. I know. It but is like, just like. We just have this a special, special bond. bond. Yeah. 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 It is. And like no one. Like I love. I tell my husband all the time when we talk about our kids. All four of our kids. I love them all equally. Right. But I love them all in different ways, and I show them attention, affection, love, discipline, everything based on their age. And that's hard that's for like kids to. Un- but that's hard for kids to understand. And we've had issues like, well, this this parent doesn't treat me this way like they do this kid. Well, I'm going to treat the seven year old different than I'm going to treat the ten month old. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not because this kid is doing this or that it's because it's age appropriate (laughs) and that's been hard for our kids to understand the Mm -hmm. seven-year-old and my stepdaughters yeah it's hard yeah but I honestly I don't have favorites I don't right my big boy just I tell my kids that the baby is my favorite me too because I say she doesn't talk back but (laughs) she's also the nicest to me and she's super happy all the time so like if you guys stop being so crazy but I also feel like (laughs) our big boys my big boy just rolls his eyes at me yeah okay mom yeah so does mine all right all right so he knows like all I do is tease and he just like gets mad at me all the time Will you just stop teasing me? My I'm big like, boy always absolutely says, "Absolutely not." I know you think you're funny, but you're just actually not. I'm actually funny, and I'm like, "Well, then why do you laugh at me?" <laughs> well, I don't have an answer for that right now, mom. But you're not funny. No, well, I over am. Over the weekend with the snow, my big boy was like, "Um, yeah, you're just not really fun to play with." So I'd rather go out with stepdad and play in the snow with him. And I'm like, oh, okay. But then who's going to ask me to play in an hour Big when boy. you want to do yeah. the board game or whatever? I'm like, what? But that's like we were FaceTiming you the other so night. Annoying. Literally the <laughs> other night. And my big boy looked at me and told me he was bored with me and asked if he could go play with Abby's husband. <laughs> no, son. You can't. But he loves him so much. He does. He wants to dress like him. He wants to be like him. He wants to talk like him. He wants to be my and husband and Abby's husband. he's not that cool. No. He's not that cool. He's going to no. listen to this and be like, uh, actually, I am that yeah, cool. Yeah, both of our husbands. You are my big boy. that cool. <laughs> so Abby's big boy is, he really is. He's sensitive. He's soft-spoken. My big boy is sensitive. He's soft-spoken. But he is also a bulldozer. Right. So, so my, my big boy, boy is like my husband like and Abby's husband put together right. and add a little sensitive in. He is, I mean, we are the same he size. kind of like my husband. We're like, I remember the first time I went to meet my in-laws and I was sitting on the couch with my father-in-law and this is the first time like I've met him. We're having a conversation and I said something like, you know, that my now husband is very complex where he is this big brute of a man he's got this deep voice and but this once beard you peel and he's back those tall layers. and he's broad and he's authoritative he's the boss at his job he you know yeah. if you listen to him talk to his employees sometimes you're like whoa you know but then he's also this sensitive teddy bear yes, you know this who's is my just like this too. soft cuddly like yes sensitive guy the he's exterior like the is not the person that you yeah. get to know but he's both yeah. you know he is just genuinely these, yeah. this very complex man and i feel like my 
my big boy. And I think he might like kind of be like that. He is. So my big boy. But like they're also seven and eight. Yeah. So you might have more sensitive stuff right now. Yeah. But my big (laughs) boy. Because you're just a little boy. We joke. We are the same size. Yeah. Like I can fit into his sweatpants. He can fit into my t-shirts. Which is just so crazy. We can. We wear the Your same kid is size. Huge. He's huge. He wears a men's five and a half shoe. We wear the Which same is size. The exact opposite for your baby daughter. Yes, because she my is daughter is almost. She's, so, she's going to be a year she's old. She's going to be a March. year old. And the other day, my husband put her in a three-month onesie. What? Like she's just so, so petite, tiny. She's feisty, but she's petite. But yeah. my big boy. So he is literally my size. He plays football. He plays basketball. He plays lacrosse. He plays baseball. These are year-round. We literally have two weeks off of sports. No, a week at this point. A year. that We do not have sports commitments. Um, my husband coaches most of his sports. His dad coaches basketball. We, like, eat, sleep, live, breathe his sports. But then you get him home at night. And something happens. And he's like, this big old crybaby. And that's okay. I don't mean it in a bad way, but like you see this like Is he just oh, like burn out? Or like, I know. He's like he's go 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 and everyone sees him as like this big, like future athlete, sports guy. Yeah. He's good at everything yeah. he tries. And then you see him at home. He is very athletic. He's yeah. very athletic. But then you see him at home and you're like, you're just a seven year old boy and sometimes you're sensitive and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. And not everyone sees both sides. And our neighbor down the street joked. The first six months that he used to come to our house, he wouldn't say a word. He was so quiet, and he is. He's so quiet. He's so shy. But then when he decides to flip that switch and you know him, it's like a hurricane went off. Like a bomb went off in your house. This is truly him. This is who he is. Yeah. And he's like my husband in the sense, and I would say his dad too. This is me. Yeah. Like me or don't like me. <laughs> we don't care. Like, take Your husband is definitely like that. I don't know. But I think his dad I'm like that. And I think that his dad him. is like that too. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is me. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with who I am. I am who I am. I mean, I think that that confidence is kind of cool though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can term it as confidence. That's a positive spin. Yeah. No, <laughs> my really big, honestly, my big boy... <laughs> He's the best. Yeah. He makes me want to rip my hair out some days. He makes me want to beat my head against a wall some days. But nine days out of ten, I just look at him and I'm like, I am just so proud of you. And these are things I literally tell him. Like, we call him Bubba. And I tell him, Bubba, like, I am so proud of you. Do you know that? And he literally looks at me. Yeah, mom, you tell me every day. This but is I just getting annoying. Do like he came home from school yesterday. But isn't that like really cool? Because how many it kids is. in the world never hear from their parents that they're proud? That they're proud. That I tell they're loved. Him, I tell them every day. I love you so much. I am so and proud so of to you. To just have zero doubt to the point where it's like annoying. it's annoying. Yeah. Okay, mom. Cool. But I am, and I'm going to post this to our Instagram later on. My son came home with this paper from school and his teacher had them write their 2019 goals. Yeah. So their at home goals, their school goals and their just life goals. Yeah. So his at home goals were that he was going to, oh, I'm not going to remember all this, but I'll post it on Instagram for sure. <laughs> One of them was that he was going to run faster. His stepdad told him, if you want to play midi and lacrosse, you need to be able to run. Yeah. You don't like to run. So that was one of his goals. My boy doesn't like I to run I don't remember either. his other at-home goal. I will post it. Um, his school goals, he were great school goals too, but his life goals yeah. are the goals that stood out to me. His life goals for 2019 
were to um, have manners yeah. and be patient, I think, or be nice to others or something yeah. of that sort. Yeah. And I just looked at my husband and I was like, look at this. Look I'm at raising such with. a good person. I'm like, I truly F up right. a lot. Right. I do. I'm right. like, but for him to not be prompted and to just come home. And his goals within these six goals, right. one of them was to have manners. One of them was to be nicer to people. Right. One of them was to be patient. I'm like, these are things that we've instilled between his dad, his dad's girlfriend, me, my husband. We've instilled these things in him yeah. that they're important enough for him to know. This is a goal for 2019 for me to have at seven years old. Right. I didn't have these goals at seven years old. At seven <laughs> no, years absolutely old, not. I was like, I hope my mom takes me to limit two this year. I hope I can do all How the things I want. How many smackers do I have on my smackers yes. of yes. chapstick necklace? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, your goal is to be yeah. more patient. Yeah. And it's so cute. He totally misspelled well, so many things. And they're also, but it's so cute. They're kind of more mature for their ages a little bit because they've, they've grown, up, grown with up, us. up with us. Yeah. I would say both of our big boys Which is like do not hard act their age. Because when we well, maybe I should just speak for myself, but I'm sure you went through the same thing. When like you found out that you were pregnant and you're young and you're pregnant, none of your friends are doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah, no, that's definitely speaking for both of us. But we were, I was in the so same So I feel like all my friends kind of went away. Yeah. And until I like came back into my double lifetime. Which was a whole And then everyone year. was there. That was one year. And then, yeah, only in my double lifetime did I, like, see my old friends. And then I left my double lifetime and I went and I got engaged. So that kind of went away. Um, and then that all fell apart. And still, like, that didn't really come back. Um, but it's just very isolating because you're like, here I am, 21 years old. Another 21-year-olds are out at the bar because we all just turned 21. Yeah. And you I was, like, being a baby You can finally go to the bar without a fake ID. So and all I was, my like, friends, fighting my to get peers, my child to sleep. Right, right. And so, couldn't afford a babysitter. Right. I could not. Even if no. my child was asleep, I could not go to the yeah. bar because I could not afford a babysitter. Right. Unless my mom was willing to keep him. Yeah. All bets were off. And my parents are young. She had her own life. Yeah, she was doing her exactly, own stuff. Exactly. No. Well, and I was like, yeah, so that's like another hurdle to being a young mom is that your parents are still young, so they're still working. Yeah. So they can't be like the grandma that's retired watching your kid full time while you're bettering your life my or working or anything. People. No, my parents are both still working full time. Yeah. They're not retired. They're still young. Um. So, I don't know. I just, for me, it was very isolating with my peer group where I just never felt like I fit in with my peer group anymore because here I am with this baby. You guys are all having fun. Yeah. But then, you know, once my kids started school and I, I, I became friends with a lot of moms that were older than me. Well, my, I sent my kid to a private school. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, it was harder, I feel like, where it was harder for me to make friends with those older moms. Yeah. I I felt judged there, kind of. And I don't know. So, I, and honestly, I still, like, he's eight years old, and I still don't feel like I have those connections with that age group's parents. Yeah. Until, like, now I have you. 
Because we're like around the same age. And we have kids the same age. We have this kids I think the same my age. Struggle. Like we're we've had similar life experiences. Yeah. It's like that's really hard. I feel like my struggle because my son goes to public. He doesn't go private. Right. Um, we live in a great public school district. We do. We it's our excellent. elementary school yeah. is one of the best in the district. Yeah. That's the only reason we chose. People move to this area just for, for our elementary that school. elementary school. Yeah. I feel like that's the only reason we didn't do private. Um, if we had lived where we lived before we moved here, he would have been in private and he would be in school with your boy. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, and they're in the same grade. Yeah, they're in the same grade. Yeah. So my thing more so was I was able to connect enough with these moms to form not real friendships, but... If I volunteered, hey, how are you? Could have a conversation. Didn't feel awkward, per se. I'm like, I didn't have the time to volunteer. I didn't either, honestly. It was very few and far between. But it's such a big district that it didn't feel like the young mom. Yeah. I felt like, oh, you're just here. Right. But as I've gotten older and some of my other friends have had kids, now our new struggle is, okay, awesome. You have a baby. Like, I have a baby. But I have a big boy too right so how do i entertain my big boy so we'll go do things so like we'll go to the like big indoor gym play place here right and here's my struggle it's like okay my big boy is entertained i'm with my friend we have our babies and then like my friend will keep the baby and i'll go play with my big boy for a minute i can't even tell you this was probably like two years ago one of the workers and she's elderly came up and said Wow, you're such a great nanny to this boy. This family doesn't know how lucky they are. Excuse me? <laughs> That's actually my kid. I am not this boy's nanny. It's he because is you my are sad and he's not. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm dark haired, dark complected, and yeah. my son is blonde hair, blue eyes, light complected like his dad. So, literally, I just felt like I feel like, okay, <laughs> I get this crazy, mom thing though? right. Like, I'm hanging out with my a friend, yeah. and our babies have friends, yeah. but I can also, like, do my big boy. Yeah. And then I get a slap in the face that I'm his nanny. Do you know how much work I put in? Do you know no, how many never diapers I change? I've just gotten people like flat out ignoring me oh. because, and, and maybe like I'm you're wrong. A stranger. Maybe I have like RBF, and people are like, "You're just not approachable." No, I, don't I don't know. Maybe do. that's it. But no, I think people. Honestly, I think. But it just. I think feels, some people just don't, and I have this problem too. Yeah. You don't think before you speak. Yeah. And I know, like this lady who said I was a great nanny to my son. Yeah. Had good intentions. Right. She didn't know I was his mom. Yeah. So I smiled and I told her thank you. But, like, that's just part of the journey of being a young mom that we still struggle with. Yeah, it's really This is still a constant everyday young mom struggle. And we're, I mean, I know I hate saying this out loud. We're not young anymore. I mean, we're younger. We're still in our 20s. No, I just like we're in our late 20s. On Instagram. On Instagram with my first selfie in three years. So many people like post all these selfies. I don't, and I didn't even like realize that I don't. For our Instagram, I post a lot. I'm an oversharer on social media, but I share my kids. I don't share me. I never have a picture that's not like all these, (laughs) all these people. Me with me at least one kid. Yeah, Yeah. that's how me and my my husband, or me and my sister and my mom, who all bought puppies at the same time together. Yes, my my selfie that I found. I was telling Abby, my selfie that I found is literally from over the summer, which is why I'm so tan. I don't look that way now. It's really sad. You're still tan. But (laughs) 
not, I mean, tan, like, not tan yeah. for me. My yeah. dad's from South America, so I'm naturally really dark. <laughs> but, like, that was the one selfie I had on my phone because I had just gotten my hair cut and my cousin wanted to see what it looked well, like. Well, like, you're not gonna, if you're gonna take a selfie, at least do it when you have, like, fresh, fresh hair. hair. Yeah. Because I'm on now day three of dry shampoo and just throwing it up on top of my head. And her hair still looks better than mine, and I showered this morning. No. Yeah. This is just, everyone laughs at me. Everyone thinks I'm joking. I wash my hair Our mutual once friend a week, and I throw it up, and I put dry shampoo. It's today. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. She will understand what I'm saying, that Ashley's three-day dirty hair is better than, like, most people's just showered that's beautiful hair. That's not true. Yeah. Well, she'll agree with me. At least I have it, one person on my Even side. if it <laughs> looks like it, when you feel it, it does not feel that way. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like our, I mean. We've probably all, just been like rambling we on have. and everybody's like, yeah, we just don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like our whole goal of this episode is our big boys have made us. Our big boys are more, I, we can't even put into words how proud we are of them and honestly, how proud we are of ourselves. We haven't done it alone, but um, we're their mother, so we've made a very big impression. And I think, I I'm think proud it's hard to be their mom. I am, and I think it's hard, and it's hard for me to say this. It's hard to sit back and say, like, man, I've done a damn good job. We have done, a and really I good feel job. like I have. I feel yeah. like I can look at my big boy and look at his values, and know sometimes you're gonna make mistakes, but all in all, you are a good kid you make me proud every day you do things to move your clip up at school to make yourself outstanding instead of good day yeah. you do things at home to help your little sister you do things at home oh, to my help big boy us is like the best big brother yeah it's like the one thing you like it's you like are genuinely me. who i am raising you up to be because my whole thing is when I have, like, an internal struggle with myself, do I want to go the easy route with him? Or am I raising this little boy up to be a future big boy, a future man, a future husband, a dad, someone that someone else can count on? And that is my end goal. So it's hard day to day I... to think of these things. <laughs> yeah. But, like, my end goal is we're at X and we're trying to get to Z. And there's a lot in between that. And it's really hard it's as, hard. like, a mom because it's, like... I want to give my boy the my... days the are world. long, but the years are short. Yeah. And you just, like... You just, like, want to hold on to them when they're little. And you just want to soak it all up. And it goes so fast. And yeah. I know, like, we're going to blink and they're going to be gone. But... That makes me want to cry. I just, like, I can't even. And... And I feel so bad for these parents that, you know, are in that stage of life that are going through that where they're going through empty nest or they're sending off their babies into the world. But also, I, can't imagine. I just hope that I raise this person that can go out into the world and be self-sufficient and be a man and be, be a provider, that is proud a hardworking, of, proud of loving, and kind and, you know, otherwise I failed. Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard far, to we're not, doing a good job. It's hard to not think of day-to-day. It's hard to think long-term. But I feel like I have to sit back and remind myself sometimes that long-term is your goal. Right. It might not be easy right now to discipline them. It might not be easy right now to tell them, nope, we're not going to do this because of this. But long-term is the goal. And I feel like our big boys are on the right path. Yeah. 
They're pretty good. They're really good kids. Yeah, they are. So, anyways. All of our rambling is done for today. Oh We've rambled a lot. You will learn. We just get going, and then we go to one path. Like, and then we maybe go to we should just have a script that we just read from. <laughs> so that we stay on track, because we're so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I just want to thank everybody for being on this journey with us. We appreciate um, it. Been, We're thankful. It's super scary. It's super humbling to just have all the support and the love and, you know, everybody that's listening and liking and sharing and telling their friends. And thank you. Yeah, we yeah, really just we you. really appreciate people investing their time in us. Yeah, yeah. It's humbling. Yeah. So next week we're gonna talk about just being single moms some more. Yeah, yeah. Just we're moms. Yeah, <laughs> we're really I hard mean, you know, just, yeah, just kind of expanding on more of like the double life, things we've done wrong, things we've done right, and yeah. how we got to the point where we're at with our husbands. Like, yeah, being a single mom. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what's formed us. And yeah, dating I'm, as single moms. I didn't do that. Well, you did because you had your husband. You yeah, dated him. Yeah, we just, him. like, jumped right in. <laughs> full blown. <laughs> we'll talk about it all yeah, next week. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's cheers to our big boys. Our big boys. Who and made us mothers and yeah. who are just Growing way too quick. Just absolutely wonderful people despite being. The two boys that make us want to pull our hair out more yeah. than our husbands. Yeah. So, cheers to being young moms. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And go follow us on Instagram at Mimosas with Moms and email us at the number two, mimosamoms at gmail.com. Thank you. Thanks.